Hey Lee, welcome back to today's podcast episode. I hope you have paper and pen because today I definitely want to go into a little bit of a teaching mode. Um, There have been some major changes, which is good, right? You always want to grow. You always want to become a better person and you always want to learn. You never want to be finding yourself in the same spot every single year, really every single month. You want to have growth and growth is painful. So you're constantly seeking those uncomfortable positions so that you can grow. Now, if you are new to this podcast, my name is Nina. I am a facialist. I also have a school and I work as a consultant. I've shifted into that. Um, I I didn't call it consulting because I, I love doing it. But as I really started looking at the things that I'm good at and the things that I love doing, which is forecasting and finding strategy for business owners. I really had to sit down and be like, you know what? This is called consulting. It's okay to say you're a consultant. It is okay. You're a consultant. You consult. Businesses contact you for details. So I'm absolutely loving that. I think the biggest thing that I had to really break from in this season was um, just my mindset. And I thought that I had broken through many of the chains that our mindset can have us in, but every new level has a brand new thing to unlearn and relearn. So today we're going to talk about that because I want to make sure that you are really getting clear to unlearn these things and unpack these things before you get there so you can get there faster. Now, one of the biggest requests from just people that reach out to me um, has been, you know, how do I get to a six-figure year? It's either how do I get to a six-figure year or how do you generate six figures in your business in a year? And I think that the hardest part of answering that is because when I look at a person asking that question, nine times out of 10, they haven't committed to becoming the person that can command that. When you haven't become the person you need to be to command those types of numbers in whatever time frame, you end up looking for those numbers. Like you you completely shy away from the work you have to do or the person you have to become to attract that. And then you start hyper-focusing on well, I want to make this amount of money. How do I get that amount of money, right? For me, that was what kept me stuck at a six-figure annual income. And I had to break free from that in the past year to fully dive into what a six-figure month felt like. And for some of you, you may not have ever had a a goal of reaching a six-figure month, right? Maybe you're just like, okay, well, I'm fine with 10K a month, or I just want to see 10K a month. I don't know what's holding me back. Like, I really want to get there. And I want to break it down for you. You know, like the more money you make, the less it becomes about the numbers. When you start making more money, it's like, okay, I know I can generate the sales. You you really start having more ability in the fact that, oh, I've hit six figures before. I know I can make it faster. You know what I mean? Like you start looking at it like, oh, you know, I know I can make 50K. I'm going to make 50K faster. I know I can make 10K. I made 10K in this amount of time. I know I can make it faster. But you focus less on the numbers and you start focusing on, okay, what is required of me 
in order to speed up this timeline? Who do I have to become, right? And for so many people, they're stuck at these number levels because their mind is stuck on the number. If you get to the end of your year and you're like, I'm 20K away or I'm 1500 away from your six-figure year, it's only because you have reached your threshold to where as soon as you got close to it, you stopped chugging along and you started hyper fixating on that number and it started like lagging and slowing you down because instead of you focusing on the work that you were doing that had you chugging along the whole year, you start hyper fixating and then you start slowing down because you're only focusing on the numbers. Now, I do want to give you an example of this, right? So let's say you're just chilling, right? You're working, you're moving along, you get up every day, you go handle your business, you go to work, etc. And all of a sudden, out the blue, you have a bill that pops up. Now, this bill might have popped up because you forgot about it, or this bill might have popped up because you, you know, something happened where now you got to pay this bill, right? And you might think back and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot, or oh, yeah, this, I was supposed to pay this, or whatever. But either way, now you have something that needs to be paid for. See, what stops most people is that they instantly go into panic because they have such a tight relationship to the number on that bill versus what the bill is for. The bill could be for a credit card bill. It could be for a utility or whatever, but you're not hyper fixated on what it's for. You're hyper fixated on the number. And so because of that, in your mind, you're panicking because you're like, okay, this bill is $400 or $500, $700. And so your brain starts going into this spiral because it's like, hold on, how are we going to get this $700? We didn't account for this $500. How are we going to make this $1,000? How long is it going to take? Like You start really hyper fixating on the number to where your brain cannot expand to how to just pay the bill. So now, if we use an example of, say, a $200 bill, this $200 bill may turn into a $300, $400, $500 bill because you only focus on the number and then maybe late fees come or maybe another bill comes to where now it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So the best thought process you would have to learn how to shift into is Let me not focus so much on this number and let me just pay this so I can move forward, right? You pay the money and you know that you're going to make it back. Irrelevant of the number. Now, I'm not telling you this for you to go out and just make a whole bunch of bills. Please don't do that. But what I'm telling you is so that you can understand that every time you want to grow to a new level, nine times out of 10, it's going to be your emotional intelligence that is going to determine whether you stay there or whether you get booted out of that decision. What do I mean? If you have been blessed with an amazing space, you done toured this space, you have, um, you know that this is the space you want your business or your home to be in, and you've done all the things that you need to do to get there. Well, if your emotional intelligence is not in place, you will go, you will sign the check, 
you will sign the lease, you will get the bills, you'll realize there's utilities, you'll get all those things. And now all these bills that are required to be in this space will cause you to be stagnated because you're focused on the fact that your bills went up instead of focusing on who do I need to be in order to generate the amount of income to pay for this place. And I want to make sure that you get that because on your paper right now, especially if you're writing things down, like write down your bills, write down all your expenses right now. Like as I'm talking to you, just write down your expenses. It don't have to be pretty. Just write them down. And if you start feeling panic inside or you start feeling like, oh, I forgot about this you know, bill or, oh, I forgot about this bill. Or, oh, I got this bill coming. Oh, I got this bill coming up. That is a money block that has to be moved out of the way. Because in order for you to grow and make more money, it will require more to be put up for it. And it requires more than money. But you can't focus on giving the other things that are required because as soon as you see a number, you're stagnant and you're feeling some type of way. Now, with that, of course, you do want to slow down, right? Like slow down, look at your paper, really look at what you're looking at. Because no matter what that number is, it requires growth to happen. Even in the example that I used earlier about having a random bill pop up, you got to be able to go ahead and handle that situation and get it out the way so that it doesn't start building up and become a blockage for you. If you're still thinking about that bill example, at this moment in time, right on your piece of paper, would you have paid it yet? And this is not a situation where you're saying, well, I don't have the money. No, no, no. I'm saying, would you have paid that bill yet? Would you have paid the bill? Yes or no? And trust me, this time last year, I would have been like, nope, I've already pre-planned where my money is going. It's going to these things. That bill is just going to have to wait. And then here I am a, a month later after that situation would have been thrown on with the late fee because I didn't properly push myself to pay that particular bill. But now, present day, I'm like, oh, something needs to be paid. Absolutely. Let me handle that right now. Because my brain needs to be focused on finding solutions. My brain has to stay focused on things always work out for me. My brain has to be focused on, okay, I have been praying and asking God for multimillions in revenue. So what would the multimillionaire in me do? The multimillionaire in me is not going to be stressed about this bill because this particular bill has to be paid, right? So for you, and I say bill loosely because it could be anything. It could be paying for lunch. It could be paying for your nails. It could be paying for groceries. For some of you, you are like, you need to go buy groceries, but you have this blockage where you literally will sit there and you're going, logging into all of your bank accounts to make sure the money is there. That is a blockage. Now, I know, I know, I get it. It can be, you could be like, nah, I need to make sure, you know, because I got to transfer money or et cetera, et cetera. I get it. 
Okay, because that was my stronghold. My stronghold was it didn't matter how much money was in my bank account. I'm logging in because I had that subconscious belief that I had to log in in order to see how much was in there. But see, a new behavior that I had to adjust to was every morning I'm logging into my accounts in the morning so I can have a snapshot of what my life's focus for the day is. Because if I don't have a snapshot of what my life's focus for the day is, then I get off track. And here I am later in the day, randomly going shopping somewhere, spending money that I didn't account for in the earlier part of my day, which that type of behavior could lead to days later, not seeing the money that I want to see. Or days later, my accountant saying, hey, we need to go ahead and do a consolidation. You know, what were these charges for? And I'm sitting here like, oh, I don't know. Right? So in understanding who I have to become, I had to develop behaviors that were becoming of the multimillionaire. So when you are looking at um, even something as simple as going out to dinner. Maybe your friend said, hey, let's go to a new restaurant. And as soon as you hear the name, you're like, oh, it's expensive, girl. Ooh, STK is expensive, girl. I can't do that. No, we have to reframe that. It's not too expensive. Quality food will cost more, right? Quality experiences will cost more. You deserve quality. Quality experiences will cost more. So when you look at that particular experience, instead of you going there and sitting down and and stressing because you're like, oh my gosh, like this food's about to be expensive. And now you're calculating in your brain how much your meal is about to be. Maybe in that moment when your friend contacts you, you log in or you go on the website and you look and see what the menu is like and you go ahead and you figure out what you want to eat. So by the time you get to the restaurant, you could just say, oh, I already know what I would like to order. And you go ahead and order it. And you've already placed the energy and the panic out of the way. Now you can go and have a good time and relax You know what I mean? Like sometimes, I mean, the bill comes and people's energy totally shifts. And now everybody's sitting there trying to figure out how they're going to pay this bill versus when you come into it with the mindset of I've already looked this over. I'm going to go. I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to keep the energy high, et cetera. You never know. You may go to the restaurant energy high. You're confident and someone sees your confidence and they turn over and say, I would like to cover their bill. But if you go in there with the energy of lack, it doesn't attract what you want it to. That energy is off-putting, right? So in that standpoint, again, the more money you make, the less you talk about the numbers. What experiences do you want to have? Don't shy away from them because the number looks different. And know that when you say you want to be in higher quality experiences, that it will require more resources. It will require more time. It will require more energy. It more than likely will require more money. And it will also require you to be in a bigger capacity as well. When I think about the new environments that I have placed myself in, I've realized that 
things are changing super fast. In the last 12 months, I've realized that, you know, I can't go to certain places, you know, and it's, it's multiple reasons. But for some of those reasons, it's because, you know, I may need to have security or I realize that those spaces are not conducive to where I'm seeking to grow. And so when I go into those spaces, I can't go into those spaces with a novice mindset, right? If I'm talking to someone and they say, hey, you know, let's have a business meeting. And, you know, they let me know, hey, we're going to be in this particular area. Well, I have to prepare and ask myself, are these spaces conducive of where I see my life going? I was listening to a YouTube the other day. Um, It was by Anthony O'Neill and he was talking about, you know, just putting yourselves in those spaces, but also understanding that opportunities do come to you when you're in the right environment. For some of you, you truly want to grow. You want to elevate. You want to be around a different clientele, but you keep placing yourself in the vicinity of the clients that you truly don't want. Meaning you're placing yourself in the spaces that the clients that try to barter with you or the clients that don't really care about their skin or the clients that are fickle are in. And so you have to really get intentional about who is my client. And going back to that example of the bill that pops up, right? If you're a person that's like, as soon as you see a number, you're stressing out or, you know, you are looking at how much you spent and you have this entitlement of, oh, well, it needs to be like this, this, this and this. If you're so held tight to money to where you literally are just like crippling yourself, look at your clientele because you may be putting yourself around people that are the same way. If you're not consistent with the things you say you're going to do, then look at your clients. That's why your clients are also not consistent to you because it's a mirror. Business is always a mirror. Trust me, I've had to work through that too. But all of these things are connected, right? If you're stressed when you see that you need to swipe your card, that's why you're stressed when you're sitting there with your client And you're stressing them out when they're trying to swipe their card. Think about the sax counter. At the sax counter, when they tell you the total, that's the total. You rang up your stuff. But in the beauty industry, someone could, you know, total up services. And now you're trying to figure out a way to make it sound better. Like, oh, your total is... 150 and we added on your discount and we did this and we did that. It's like, no, thank you so much for trusting me with your skin. Today's total is 150. Don't push your stress in the way that you handle money onto your clients because that stress, they may swipe their card and they may leave a tip, but they may not want to rebook with you because the energy shifts when money starts to become the piece of conversation. Self-care is worth the money. That's why they booked an appointment with you. The space you say you want is not just the rent. It's the utilities too. It's worth it. 
right? So don't stress yourself out. You're going to make that income, but it requires you to have a different thought process so that you can begin to align yourself with opportunities that are going to continue to attract the income you want to see, right? Quality experiences are worth it. Being around quality people is worth it, right? You know that you attract amazing things to you. And so every time that you invest in something or every time that you spend, you know that there's an ROI. You know that you invest in quality experiences and the return is going to be of quality. You know that whenever you elevate, that it's going to require more from you and you're prepared to give more because that means more is on the way. Do you see how that feels versus being nervous and scared and even mad at the fact that you have to invest a little more? It's, it's, a, it's a whole little mindset shift that has to take place. But the biggest thing that I want you to get from today's podcast episode is really figure out who do you need to become, right? You don't want to put yourself into these high wealth spaces and you're stressing out because you didn't properly prepare and become the person that can fit right in into those spaces, right? You know, you don't want to go somewhere and it's as if you're wearing a clown suit and everyone else is looking at you and you're trying to figure out, well, what's going on? No, you want to feel comfortable in those spaces. You want to feel at home when you're talking to your clients. You want peace to be a common thing for you. You want to be able to go into those spaces knowing that the clients have the money to pay you, but knowing that you bring something of value as well, because now there's an attraction there, like attracts like in that type of atmosphere, right? But if you come in unsure, insecure, you really start to push the money away because you're coming off desperate. You're coming off weird. You're coming off like you're a novice and we know you're not. So I want you to take today and really just like look at your paper, write down everything and figure out what are those limiting beliefs and those blockages that are holding you back. Specifically, when it comes to money, what are the things that are triggering for you in that moment? For me, it was growing up, you know, I always would ask for something and it would be a no. Um, And also having an experience where, you know, my mother got evicted when I was younger. And so for me, that eviction left me paralyzed to where it was like, okay, I don't ever want to be without a home, you know? And so for you, you got to figure out what is this thing that's triggering you? Because as soon as you can unleash that blockage and really start to calm down that emotional hiccup that happens when it's time to elevate or grow or make more money, I promise you the gates will begin to open for you. And while you used to focus on, I got to do this to make $1,000 a day. You'll then be like, $1,000 a day comes easy to me before noon. I am now focused on growing. I never knew I could make $2,000, $3,000, $10,000 in that day because you've released the how and you've released those blockages to get there. So I hope today's podcast episode helped you greatly. If it did, make sure that you share it with a friend and I will definitely talk to you in the next podcast episode.